What's up, guys? Welcome back to For the Girls podcast. I am Edgar. And I'm Marlene. It's been a long time. It feels like it, but has it? I don't know. It feels like it's been like forever, but we just recorded last week. And last week we recorded We recorded twice. two episodes. Yeah. But it just feels like, I don't know, this whole week feels like it's, it just feels longer than it, what it actually is. And I saw you twice, right? Because we didn't record two in one day. We didn't, yeah. You saw me twice, but it still feels long. I know. And this week, am I only seeing you today? Yeah. Wow. That is so sad. Yeah, because most of the times, like, we'll see each other Tuesdays because we try to record on Tuesdays. And then we'll see each other a second time to just hang Hang out. Yeah. But this time, it's just once. I am a busy bee this week. But te la voy a pasar because it's Edgar's birthday very soon. Whenever whenever this episode goes up, it's going to be my birthday on that actual day. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so... So on the day you guys are listening to this, it's Edgar's birthday. Yeah. So on the day we're recording, no. Yeah. So August second, well, it's my birthday. And he's turning the dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. That's so cringy. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and feel thirty. And I'm gonna feel old. My back is gonna hurt. My knees are gonna hurt. Every bone and muscle is gonna hurt because I'm hitting an old age. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, yes. But, but I don't know, like for me, if my body started hurting because I turned 30 or if it was from birthing a child slash carrying a child for 10 months, because I got pregnant when I was 28. True. So then after that, my body just hurt. (laughs) (laughs) It just hurt naturally. And then, you know, then I had her at 29 and then it just, it never stopped hurting. (laughs) So how was your week? Anything? I well today's Tuesday yeah. so that was weekend. last week yeah okay so my weekend let's see what did I do Friday oh Friday I had a girls' day ooh so we went to go see the Barbie movie how is it I loved it ten out of ten ten out of ten if I could give it a hundred I would I bawled the whole movie and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't watched it are you planning to watch it yes. So it's just, it just, it has a very meaningful theme to it. Like, it's not just like, you wouldn't expect it from just watching a Barbie movie. Like, I thought it was going to be like more superficial, more like, la la la, we live in a perfect Barbie world, you know. It's not. And so it gets, it got deep for me in a good way. And so I cried Hmm. a lot. I want to go watch it. (laughs) So that was Friday. And then Saturday, which I had not been to the theater in years. Like, you know, COVID happened. I didn't go to the theater. COVID was 2020. Since then, I haven't gone to the theater. And I think, I don't even think I even went during 2020. So I think it's been like four years since Damn. I've been to the theater. So I was excited to eat popcorn because there's nothing like theater popcorn. Purper. <laughs> like theater popcorn. What's popper? Purper. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I'm going to have my popcorn with my icy. My, is it blueberry, the blue one? I don't Probably. Yeah. And then the freaking icies were sold out. So, But the good thing is that the next day on Saturday, we went to go watch, what is it called? <sighs> Something about freedom. Oh, um, 
I don't want to say freedom of speech, freedom of, I've been saying all the, all of the freedom. titles I can think of with freedom and it's, it's not, not freedom writers. No, I had said that first. I was like, I'm going to go watch freedom writers. That, that movie's old. Is it the one that, um, about the whole kidnapping? And, yes. Okay. I but, heard it's a really good movie. So, you know, it's based on a true story. Yeah. So it, it, it's a good movie, but it's sadly like obviously based on a true story. So it kind of sucks. And, it, and it's, I think everybody should watch it because I think everybody should be aware of this information. I thought I was going to be like super emotional and, and ball the whole movie because I had seen snips of it and on TikTok, like trying to prepare, prepare, can't talk today, <laughs> prepare myself. Cause you know, I have a, I have a child and this is about, you know, sex trafficking and children. And, but I feel like it, I, I didn't cry how I thought I would or anything because it was just like, it was so much. And it was like a learning experience for me. More, like I, I couldn't, I guess it was cause like I couldn't relate to it, thankfully, but it was still like, oh my God, like this is scary. Like I was like, you know, just taking it all in, trying to be more aware, trying to like just gather all this information versus like the Barbie movie. It was like, I was bawling because I related to so many of the messages in the movie. This movie over here is like true story, like horrific crime, like all these children going through like the most terrible thing you can imagine. And, and so it's just like, can't relate, but also like, wow, I need to be more aware of my surroundings. I need to be more aware of like what I post about my child and like, kind of like that. So, But I, the lady next to me was crying, like hardcore crying. Did I felt go, bad. Did you go see it by yourself? No, it was me and Rodolfo and then another couple. So ah. it was like a, double, like a date? Date, double date, which Rodolfo and I hadn't gone on a date in forever either. So that was nice. And, but they had the ICs were not sold out and I got my IC. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. And this week so far, today's Tuesday. Yesterday was kind of a chill day. Just did like... Well, I guess it's been chill. Yesterday, just did like grocery shopping. Today, I just did more errands. I took Gianna's like passport photo, went and got it printed. Um, tomorrow, we're going to go because it's her passport appointment. It's just like a bunch of errands this week. What about you? So, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, I worked. I worked six shifts in a row Ooh. to have a whole week off. I requested my birthday off, so I got the whole week off. So, Sunday... I went to one of my friends' house and we had uh, dinner there and we uh, played board games. So it was a very chill night. Oh, I love board game nights and I don't have enough of them. Uh, we played the, the meme game. What is that? So you know how we played uh, Cards Against Humanities? Uh-huh. And so it's a meme. So the judge pulls a meme and then you have to get the the description that like the bet suits that meme. And then the judge is like, oh, I think this card suits the meme. Oh, it's what's that meme? Yeah, what's I that? thought I yeah. understood something mean, so I thought oh, no. like it was about like being mean to your no, friends. No, 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 no. It's what's that meme? Oh, okay, it was really okay. funny. Um, and then Monday, yesterday, I didn't do shit. I slept the whole <laughs> freaking day. But this was your first day not working. This is my second day. So Sunday oh. was my first day not working, and the only reason why I didn't sleep that much is because I, I went to lunch and dinner mm-hmm. with my friends. And then yesterday, I didn't have anything planned. So I just napped and chilled and just stayed at home and played and cuddled with Dobby. And then today, 
I went out with uh, brunch with my friends and came here to record. How many mimosas did you have? I didn't have mimosas. I had a watermelon mojito. Ooh. It was very delicious. Very delicious. And then I had some chilaquiles. Very delicious. And I want chilaquiles. You always talk about chilaquiles. I love chilaquiles. And listen, my chilaquiles, whenever I make them or whenever I go buy them, I want them soggy. I don't like them when they're crunchy. Crunchy, like freaking nachos? Yeah, it's like, no. I, I know. I'm getting chilaquiles, so I need them soggy. And I usually get my chilaquiles with the red sauce, but this time it was the green sauce. It was fire. I need to go try them because I went to a restaurant not too long ago. I think it was like two weeks ago. And I wanted chilaquiles and I got the green ones, which I don't know why I chose that color because I, or not that color, but you know, that's type of salsa because I don't think I've ever done chilaquiles green ones. But this was like crunchy. Oh no. I was like, Mm -hmm. ew, this is nachos with salsa and freaking cheese and huevo on this. Like, this doesn't feel like chilaquiles to me. So I'm, you know, one of these days we need to have chilaquiles. The remember, ones you make. Remember that delicious. time that we had that chilaquiles day or yeah. morning? Yeah, I I like Edgar's chilaquiles. He gets down, or I think it, it's your mom's recipe, right? So my, yeah, it's my mom's recipe. My mom helps me make the salsa because every time I make them myself, um, every time I make them myself, it doesn't work. Uh, so when we made them together, Edgar's mom made like the salsa and everything for us, and then we just kind of did the rest. Yeah. But obviously the salsa is like what makes it delicious. And that's something that I need to practice. I've been saying it. I feel like I suck at salsas. But am I doing something to improve? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chilaquiles that I had today had um, chorizo y huevo y nopales. Ooh, I don't know about nopales in my chilaquiles though. I, I did. Like the, it was involved in the huevo. So you didn't. Oh, so it wasn't like all thrown no. like I arriba nomás. No, so it was delicious. So that's pretty much what I did this weekend or this whole week. So next episode, you'll tell us what you did on your birthday and your entire birthday week. Yes, it's it has. It's yeah, it's just getting started. It's, uh, yeah, it's just getting started. So it started with brunch today. Started with brunch today. today's wait. Today's Tuesday. Today's so let's first. just say Monday. So Monday you were like, I'm going to chill because I'm getting getting ready. Yeah, I'm getting ready for this wild ride (laughs) (laughs) wild ride of being 30 saying goodbye to my 20s and hello to my 30s um as a fellow 30 year old i think 30 is uh like the year the year i think so too i i don't know i just woke up today and i'm like you know what i think 30 is my year it's just like it's a whole new era like because when you turn like 20 you know, and you enter your 20s. You've just been out of high school for two years. So it's just like, you don't feel like you've entered this whole new decade because you kind of just, you barely even transitioned into your 20s right out of high school. Yeah. But then you turn 30 and it's like, you're not right out of high school anymore. You're not a teenager at all. You're full on adulthood at this point. And you've learned to embrace adulthood because when you turn 20, 21, 22, like, you're not embracing adulthood. Hell no, I'm not. Like, what? nobody's thinking about... At least I wasn't thinking about being an adult or doing any adult activities. I don't even know what adult was whenever I turned 20. Yeah, I mean, I was going to school and, and then I became a teacher. And then I, you know, I was working towards, like, whatever I wanted to do. But it was, like, not the time to just do adult stuff, you know? And I think the 30s, like, entering 30s, like, you lived 
from 20 to 29 and you learn mistakes you learn mm-hmm. lessons and everything and now you're like you know what i'm ready to tackle my adult life like this is when i feel that i'm an adult <laughs> you know i just read uh like it was like a meme or whatever yesterday on you know the threads app where are you at edgar i'm here but not in there i love the threads <laughs> app everybody needs it i like it because i know it's like twitter but i guess it's just because i don't have like everybody who's on twitter and even though i'm telling everybody to join on threads there's just something about it being a new app i don't know i feel like it's I guess the people that are threading are more of the people that I keep up with. So that's why I like it versus my Twitter account. It like has people that I'm just like, I don't like, yeah, at one point, like I would see them more often or whatever, but now like not to be mean, but I'm just like, hmm, like I don't have to know what yeah. anybody there is doing anymore. And over here I'm like, Oh, okay. You know? So anyways, on there I saw like, Oh, can I go back to my teenage years? I, I'm thinking about a new way to mess up my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I would love to go back to my teenage years and make different mistakes. Yeah. Like that would be exciting because I feel like I could have been a little more like reckless and, and more like wild, you know? And I feel like I, didn't wild out like i feel like when i turned like 23 i was like oh my god i'm so old like me tengo que calmar me tengo que portar bien like i need to, i need to be mature and now i'm like what the hell girl you were hella young at 23 you need to go back and you need to make a bunch of mistakes <laughs> no you need that <laughs> no. but i agree like looking back now like i didn't i didn't enjoy i did enjoy my 20s but i didn't fully I wasn't Edgar's potential in my 20s. Yeah, but but that comes with learning, I guess. Yeah, but then I'm like, maybe I can do it in my 30s, but I'm like, no, I'm old now. Like, I can't do... No, 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 no. Don't think like that because when you were 25, you probably look like, oh, I'm 25. And then you turn 30 and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm 30. No. Do you never feel old? Don't even think about age when you're going to react or you're going to do something. Don't think about your age. Just do it. Because then when you turn 40, you're going to be like, God damn it. Why did I do it when I was 30? <laughs> I woke up today and I freaking saw a fucking cana on my freaking beard. And I was like, yep, here it's, I'm going to spiral down. It's, this is where it ends. <laughs> so I had to trim it. I'm like, no. Did you take it out? I trimmed my whole. But you didn't like take out that one cana? No. no. Because I heard that if you take one kind of seven, come back. Seven, seven I come don't, out. I do not believe in that. And I need to make, like, I need to Google to see if this is, like, backed up by science. Because if it's not, I don't believe it. But you know, Google is always going to, Google is not the way to look up your answers. It is, though. Who else am I going to ask? No, because, like, if you Google anything, like, oh, my chest hurts, and it's going to be like, you have cancer, you're going to die tomorrow. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. When you Google an illness, you're dying. But I'm talking about, like, Canas is something that's going to be saying like, oh, you got a cana, you're dying. I think it's a, um, it's a, Mexi- a Mexican myth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, us Mexicans are full of myths and who knows what. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We had some technical difficulties with our phones. Yeah. Just when Edgar and I are trying to be social media influencers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We have like three cameras going on. This is the first time we do this. And both cameras freaking died. And yeah, you know, we... We weren't prepared. If anybody wants to work for us for free. Yeah. Contact us. (laughs) 
But I, I think some, you said something very, very important. Not important, but like when you were talking about the whole movie, the freedom thingy, the freedom movie, like something that I'm really bummed about that whole movie is that it never did get any like publicity mm-hmm. compared to the Barbie movie, the Oppenheimer movie. It's, yeah. Like no one knew about that movie because social media was not popping with that movie. Well, they, they, I saw it on TikTok is yeah, where it, I saw it. But like, I only saw it on Twitter, but I never saw any TikToks. I ne- never saw any, like, I never saw any uh, trailers about that movie. The mm-hmm. only movies I saw was Barbie, Oppenheimer. Those were the only two movies I saw. The trailers, hella TikToks about them, hella Instagram posts, hella tic- uh, Twitters, like, but never about this movie. And it's just. And everybody needs to watch it. Everybody needs to be aware of what's going on in this freaking world it's sad but everybody needs to know and i think with that like with this whole sorry sorry that was a a sneeze i had a burp oh (laughs) like that was very quiet i think with that thing with social media like social media affects everybody very differently like when it comes to our image when it comes to other people's image when it comes to other people's lives oh so like edgar's that. just getting into the topic yeah but i i just whenever you said that i was like you know what? i'm gonna wait you wanted to ease yourself in yeah i wanted to ease myself in and this is the way like it's just social media does so many things to people like they play like they know. play an important role like they social media can be good and and it can be like a way to be more knowledgeable it could be a way to connect it can be a way to to feel like you know you you i guess the word is connect like you get to see people that you're friends with post their pictures or videos you get to see people that you're not friends with but you feel connected because of social media um you get new ideas yeah you might get inspired to do something because of social media but then it can also spiral into a negative a negative thing like you can start comparing yourself comparing your life thinking that other people have it better than you and going down that little rabbit hole which is not the good side of social media and t- i totally agree like what whenever i came to like during covid 2020 i would see so many ads so many people like so many celebrities when in social media and like they're posting their bodies and everything and it's like it's not that easy for us like normal people to like have whatever yeah. they have and you only saw this in 2020 I, well, I saw it throughout the whole time like throughout the whole the whole time but like during 2020 a lot of people were were spiraling because it was the lockdown they didn't have social interaction with a lot of people because they were following the i feel like social media didn't do anything to me in 2020 because i was so busy like as, as a teacher being like remote and trying to do everything on the computer and trying to create all these assignments to be virtual and then videos that i needed to make so i was just like so invested like my time was invested in the teaching world that year that like i don't think i remember i remember tiktok starting up yeah and i wish i would have like hopped on that damn tiktok trend when it just was like 2020 and everybody was getting like thousands and thousands of views because it was this new app but i just i remember uploading like two videos i think and it was of my dogs because I didn't fully <laughs> understand it 
But I remember my students, they were, they would always hype me up. And Mr. Roscoe, you need to make videos. And I would be like, no, because there was like teacher talk and all these, you know, like everybody was like inspirational. Like I feel like at first TikTok was very like, it's funny. It's inspirational. Like people were being themselves. People were being vulnerable. And I think that's what's like during the 2020 because people didn't have, oh, <laughs> okay, Edgar had some frogs in there. No, people didn't have like the way to interact with people like out in the world. So they were being themselves on social media. Yeah. But I think also with like with me when it came to social media, like social media made COVID bad. Like they were like you would hear people being the believers, people not being the believers, people believing in the vaccine, people not believing in the oh, yeah, vaccine. You get all the sides on social media. And so that's like I I agree that social media is a way that we can like discuss our opinions and everything, but people sometimes go overboard when it comes to people's opinions, to people like I don't know. Just social media does so many things to other people, like to people, like it, it can bring their morale down or it can bring the their- thing with social media. This is what I think about it. Yeah. Like you can blame social media, but social media is just there on your phone or your iPad or whatever you use to get on. Nobody tells you to get on 20 million times a day, True. you know, and I'm telling this to my own self. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing, girl? Like you've been scrolling for freaking an hour, like multiple times in your day you know sometimes like it gets it's over overboard it's too much so then you have to check yourself like just like everything else everything's good in moderation and if you don't moderate yourself you will be on there scrolling past all these tiktok videos for an hour or two when you could have been living real life you could have been recording your own damn videos i don't know like you could have been hanging out with your people and it's just like you can't blame completely social media like we have no self-control as humans sometimes honestly yeah it is true and then like there's moments where i'm in break or lunch and i'm in tiktok and i'm like i'm only going to be in tiktok for like five minutes and i spend the whole 15 or 30 minutes on my lunch on tiktok and i'm like damn i didn't even interact with my coworkers at lunch because we're all on our phone yeah. and it is true like it's us to blame like have about us to blame because we have control of our phones but we are so invested in social media and on our phones that we forget people and don't experience like the things out there mm-hmm. like i'm the type of person that whenever i go on vacation or wherever i go somewhere yes i take sometimes pictures and videos but some, most of the time i'm enjoying the moment yeah i know i I have honestly always been really bad at taking pictures and videos when I go places that I enjoy because I'm just like, oh, but I don't want to, I don't want to stop to have to take a picture or video. Like I'm just, this is fun or I like this or I'm enjoying this. Like I not forget it. But ever since I had Gianna, I'm like, oh no, no, I have to record everything. I have to take pictures of everything. Like life is going so fast. I want to have these memories and not just of Gianna, like all of a sudden, I started thinking like, well, I want to, I want to see myself five years from now. Well, what did I look like? What did Rodolfo look like? Like, you know, I want more videos of my friends and I like, there's literally nothing. It looks like I don't have friends in my freaking <laughs> camera roll. Like we never do pictures because sometimes most of the time when I'm hanging out with like friends or family, like I don't think about like, Oh, I need to wear this outfit so I can look great. Like, so then I'm like, ill. no, yeah. I'm not taking pictures and videos. Like I look ugly. And now like I'm trying to embrace like, like fuck it like just take the damn video just take the picture 
this is what you look like and you shouldn't think of yourself as ugly like this is natural like you're not you don't wake up looking snatched every day so like 10 years from now 15 years from now you also want to see the pictures of your natural beauty and what you look like whether you think natural is beauty or not like you have to start believing that because that's what it is and you know one day when you're 50 or 60 or 70 like wouldn't you want to have been able to see what you look like at 30 like yeah in your natural state you know and i think you bring up uh, like a good point whenever you said that like oh i don't look that snatched i don't want to take that picture i don't want to take that video and everything whenever we started this whole podcast and whenever you're like oh we're gonna have to start taking tiktok and like making tiktoks and everything i was so self-conscious about my body and everything yes you, you were and now but i was too like but now like i am like you know what like fuck it like i don't care this is who i am i'm gonna accept myself and fuck it i'm just gonna do it yeah and like so today's the first day where we're like all cameras please (laughs) because for the longest time it'd be like oh no we look ratchet oh no we didn't change today into like a good outfit oh i didn't wear uh, makeup today edgar nope and then edgar would be like getting here like oh we're not recording because i don't feel like doing yeah like i wouldn't go out like this i'm wearing crocs and it's just like (laughs) what like this is normal life people wear crocs People don't always look good. People don't have makeup all the time. Some days you have 20 million errands to run before you get to the thing, you know, like for example, for us podcasting. So then it is what it is. It's that's what life is, you know? So then today we're like, you know what? Screw it. Edgar looks great because he went to brunch. I'm like in lounge clothes, have my makeup on and everything. But you know, I'm like, well, I'm, I was, I was home. And then before that I did run a bunch of errands, but I left early in the morning. So I didn't look like, oh, like my best, you know, of the best. And it's okay. Like it's, it's just, it's fine. We're going to record, we're going to take pictures. And this is not, this is not even to tell you guys like, oh, no matter what, take a picture and take a video, which yes, on one side memories on the other no, I'm just trying to tell you that you don't need to look 100% good at all times. And you are your hardest critic. Critic? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, you're, you are your, heart, your worst, heart, heart, worst critic. Like you think whenever, like there's moments where whenever I go out or I'm going to concerts or I'm going to weddings or everything and I don't dance. Like I'm like, oh, people are going to be looking at me like, oh my God, look at him. He just Literally does. nobody's Yeah, nobody cares. Look. Like, I remember the last concert I was, I I was, like, looking around. like, nobody is, like, even caring what I do. Yeah, at a concert, nobody paid $300 to go look at you, Edgar. Sorry. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, like, it's my mind playing tricks. Like, they will only pay attention if I'm fucking doing something that I shouldn't be doing. Some crazy stuff. Yeah, like, if I'm streaking or freaking throwing up in the fucking middle of the concert. Or fighting somebody. Yeah, that's whenever people are going to be paying attention to you. But at that time, like, whenever... You're not doing that. Their people are enjoying their time and not even caring what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And I read somewhere, or probably saw on TikTok. I always say I read somewhere, and I probably saw it on TikTok. Anyways, that like we're always worried about like, oh my god, but what am I gonna look like? Like if I dance like this, like I'm gonna look ridiculous to other people. If I look like if I'm wearing this, like what are other people gonna think? And sadly, everybody is so self conscious of themselves that nobody is thinking of you. They're thinking of themselves. Yeah. They're also thinking, well, what is what is the other person going to say? Well, what if I dance like that? Like, they're also thinking the same thing about 
their body, about their face, about what they're wearing. Like, we're all self-conscious humans. But I think with also that, it plays a role in our families because we always we were always raised with ¿Qué va a decir la gente si haces eso? Yeah, that's engraved in our brain. And I don't know, you know, I would love to like dig deep into other ethnicities and like other cultures and like the kinds of things that I guess their parents grew up telling them. Yeah. Because I feel like in the Mexican community, it's very important what your neighbor is doing, what your pariente is doing, what your whatever. And not even what they're doing. Because we don't even talk about what they're doing. It's just like you think those people are going to care what you're doing. I remember like a couple years ago when I used to, before I lived by myself or before I moved out, not even moved out, actually scratch that. I remember a couple years ago whenever I would get, I visited my parents for like a week because I was off uh, from school and also off from work. So I was staying there for a, a week and people were going to come to my parents' house, but they weren't going to visit me. They were going to visit them. Mm-hmm. And I was on, like, wearing my pajamas. And my my parents were like, Ponte algo, like, más presentable. And I'm like, why? I'm going to be in my room. Like, no one's going to be, like, in my room. Like, nobody's going to come in my room and be like, oh, you're in your pajamas? Like, well, no. nobody's also going to say, um, you're, you wear pajamas in your house. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not going to leave the room unless I have to go eat. But I'm not. Because, like, <laughs> whenever there's people in my parents' house, I hide. If I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> so I will freaking starve until they leave. And that's what I did. And it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I feel like we have like put this, what do you call like these expectations so high on like having to look put together, quote unquote, and all the time. But we're humans. Like, we're trying to not be human. We are humans. We get dirty. We get messy. Um, sometimes we don't sleep. So the next day we look like we can't, we didn't sleep. And we have these big under eye bags, you know, these Gucci bags. <laughs> we, my, my Chanel. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you if you're a mom, if you're a dad, like, sometimes you got throw up on yourself. On yourself, not self. If you're... Um, a messy eater like myself, sometimes you eat something and then you got the damn ketchup on your shirt. Like, that's life. That and life. I would love to see more of like that unfiltered life on social media. And here I am saying it and I'm being a hypocrite because why don't I do that myself? You know, I should, I should start by doing that. But like, I would love to see the more unfiltered side. Like, I would love to see the photos where you don't look all put together, where your house doesn't look like it's perfection where you look like I can relate to you. Like we're, we all have those moments yet. We don't want those moments to be portrayed and we don't want people to see us like that. And we get embarrassed. Like, and you know, sometimes like, I feel like now I will wear like leggings and whatever and just do my hair. And I feel like, okay, I look more put together and I'll go, you know, do some grocery shopping, whatever. And, like, that's normal. Like, what am I going to wear? Tacones to go grocery shopping so that if Sally sees me, I'm, like, wearing tacones instead of leggings? Like, what? that's so dumb. It is. But we are just so, like, I don't know. I, For me, I think, I just, I, I blame everything on social media because then. I. 
don't blame everything on social media. I do. But then also like what you said that you wish that people would be like showing the unfiltered side of them. But I feel like if mostly people do it on like social media, people are going to be like, oh, that's normal. Then I'm going to start doing that. Mm, Okay. Yeah. It becomes a trend. It becomes a trend. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Unfiltered life needs to become a trend. Yeah. Well, kind of it has like, that's why I've been enjoying the, the photo dumps on Instagram because I feel like people's photo dumps are not like all planned out anymore. They're like little snippets of their life or at least all the photo dumps I've been seeing. Like it'll be like one or two where they look all snatched up and they went to some kind of party or whatever. And like everything else will be like life. Yeah. And I like that. And that's what I've been doing like the past July and June. I, I, I was doing weekly dumps on Instagram and posting them. But for me, I don't think it's like social media. I can't blame social media for the way I see myself because it's all about self-love. It is. And self-confidence and self-everything. And that's something like that I've always had to work on. And I don't know who hasn't. Please tell me if you find yourself perfect and you feel perfect at all times. What do you, how do you do that? <laughs> me joking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, that's just something we need to like work on. And it kind of comes down to like, stop being so hard on yourself too. Like, cause sometimes you feel just fine. And then like, I'll go out there or out there, not even out, but like I'll change to go out there somewhere. And then I'm like, Oh wow. This, <laughs> this outfit does not look how I pictured it in my head. Great. I feel like shit now. Yeah. You know, like I do that to myself all the time and it's just like, girl, stop buying things that don't fit you. Stop buying the pants that you think are going to fit you a year from now. Cause you swear that you're going to lose weight. Like stop sabotaging yourself like buy the things that fit you now and then when you do less lose the weight then but like don't sabotage your own self by being like you know what the state that i'm in right now um that's not good enough so you know what these pants they don't fit me but we're gonna buy them that smaller size because this is gonna motivate you girl get to it and then you don't and then the day you want to wear it you're like great i feel like shit these don't fit me correctly like están apretados and who's to blame because why in that what you're doing is that in that moment you told yourself you weren't good enough already yeah in that moment you decided my body's not good enough um we're buying a different size a different size shirt a different size whatever because you swear that that's going to motivate you and what you're doing is you're putting yourself down right in that instant you are telling yourself that whatever you're body type in that moment is not good enough so you better work on it and then life happens and you don't work on it and then you're like wow i feel like shit and i think you just answered the next question i was going to ask you not that it's like how do you have a better relationship with like your body and image and i think you just answered it with like not like not buying the clothes that you thought you're going to fit in and just going you know what i mean yeah like just do what's necessary in that moment and I think I was like that. And you know how I was. Like, I had my clothes on. Not my clothes on. Not my closet of the clothes that used to fit me. And, like, I would put myself down. Like, damn, like, I'm so fucking fat. Like, this clothes that I fit me, like, three, five years ago doesn't fit me anymore. And it would just put me down. Like, everything. And, and you also have to be willing to constantly work on yourself. Like, you can't tell yourself, oh, I feel like crap. I look fat. I, I don't know. Like I have freaking Gucci bags 
tengo jeras, you know, like, and then you don't do anything. Yeah. So then another way to like better that relationship with yourself is like, okay, I don't admit what you don't like about yourself and then work on it. Like you don't like something about your skin. There's estheticians, there's dermatologists, there's different creams, there's different products. Yes, this costs money, which is a whole other topic. Yeah. Everything costs money, you know, and that's where it's like, okay, then how do I like do all these things? But like, or you don't, you don't find a lot of clothes in your wardrobe because you gained weight or you lost weight or you had a baby and your body's different or you've aged and your body's different because that also happens then go and buy more clothes and put that other clothes away. Don't look at it. Or you feel like you always feel lazy and in turn that makes you feel like groggy and like, all right, then stop scrolling through social media until two in the morning and go to sleep. Like there's all these things that you have to be kind of hard on yourself about like, because, and these things I'm talking about, I'm not like even talking about somebody else. I'm talking about my own self because when I became a mom, I realized like, okay, you, you want to stay up until three in the morning scrolling. Great. Your baby's going to wake up at five and then you slept a total of two hours and now you're going to be in a crappy mood the rest of the day because you decided to scroll, like scroll through social media or whatever. So it's like, no, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Like you have to put yourself on check Yeah. constantly. And I think something that I started doing is I, I remember I hated my I hated seeing myself in the mirror because I would see like oh shit like I look like shit like I I don't know like I didn't like seeing myself in, my, in the mirror and I read I was reading this article um I was reading this article that it said that a lot of people do that that whenever they have like this low self esteem and everything it's very difficult for them to look themselves in the mirror and tell themselves tell themselves that they love each like they love themselves. Oh. And I started doing that and let me tell you the first couple times they were fucking diff it was fucking difficult. Was it also awkward? It was awkward cuz I remember I start I started this so I started this whole thing last year. And whenever I did it the first time I was like fuck this shit. Like this is the most cringiest, most awkwardest <laughs> shit I've ever done. Like who the fuck created this? So, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> like I normally I don't do it often. Like whenever I like I speak out, I talk to myself and stuff like that. But speaking to myself in the mirror and telling yourself, you're beautiful. I love you. I was like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not doing this again. So I started doing this again two weeks ago. And like it was very difficult. But like it's it's getting better, but still I still feel the cringe to telling myself in the mirror, like, Edgar, you're beautiful. Edgar, you're perfect. Edgar, I love yourself. Like I love you. It's just, yeah, you know, now that you say it, like I'm picturing myself doing it and I'm like, it'll cringe, but I'm also picturing like I should do that because yeah, it's going to be cringy, but like if you don't love your own self, you're not going to believe when somebody else loves you either because you're going to be like, that's not what you think of yourself. So then you're going to second guess why they're even believing this about you. And you're not going to believe that they truly believe that you're going to be like, Oh, they're just saying that to be nice. They're just saying that because they want to date me. They're just saying that because whatever. And you know, I, I should start doing that because I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, 
Ooh, like, ocupo una crema para mis ojos. Like, <laughs> like right now my freaking eye eczema is coming back and I'm like, great. Like I need something. Or I'll be like, oh, what if I just like, hmm, what if I just got like lipo on my neck so I can get it snatched? What if I, like, I'll, I'll do this to myself all the time versus I should start doing what you do. Go up to the mirror and like, just look for one thing that I like about, you know, myself that day. Like, oh, you know what? My eyebrows look good. <laughs> I'm looking at myself right now. You know, like, why do I have to point the negatives? That's a good idea. Like, I need to start pointing the positives. And if you are a mom, you got little ones watching you. So every time you critique yourself and put yourself down, you got some people watching you. Yeah. And you're teaching those little ones what to do, too. And I think it, like, that brings a, an excellent point. Like, we were raised and seen us talking negative about ourselves. Like we, it's very rare whenever we see someone say, it's like, you know what? I am perfect. You know what? I'm this. Because the moment that somebody says something nice about them themselves, they're labeled as conceited. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. I feel like the word conceited was like a big thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you're conceited. During like our teenage years in school like oh my god you take so many selfies for myspace you're conceited which i would i was that person like i would take a million selfies i did i loved myself i thought i was beautiful and i loved how i would put my outfits together i was like excited to put on certain makeup to do my hair a certain way and oh my god i'm gonna take all these selfies pictures with my friends and pictures and pictures of myself like and then it was like ill you're conceited and now i wish i I wish I had that again, like that confidence to be like, Ooh, this looks good. Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, that outfit, just how I wanted it. Like, Oh, my hair. Great. Like got to take a picture to show it. Like it became negative. It became like, you're full of yourself. And yeah. it's like, you should be full of yourself. But it's like, we don't say that to ourselves. Like, because we, we don't, we don't want to be labeled as conceited because the conceited was, was like, it was a very negative word that you didn't want to be labeled as. Yeah, and what is the definition of conceited? I don't know. You want to Google it? Google it real quick, even though Edgar Edgar doesn't believe in Google. I don't. It's going to be like conceited. You Edgar. Are, you are dying. <laughs> conceited means, um, according to the University of Nebraska. According to GoogleUniversity.com. The definition of conceited means excessively proud of yourself, vain, uh, oneself, or vain. You should be excessively proud of yourself. That sounds like a great life. And then there's a sentence that says, Fred so conceited he'd never believe anyone would refuse him. Oh, and okay. Well, that, that's, a, that's a whole different kind of conceited. También no puede ser arrogant. Like, no puedes ser arrogante and believe that you're better than other people. Like, that that's a whole other thing. But just, like, believing in yourself and being, like, extremely proud of yourself, great. You should be. But I think, like, that's the way we were raised. Not raised, but we were like, believed to. Like what that the definition? Word, yeah, the conceited is that people who are conceited are arrogant. And they're not. They're just very. Confident. They're, proud of, they're very confident. They're very proud of themselves, which everybody should be proud of themselves. And you should feel beautiful in your own way. And like, it's not about like trying to be more beautiful than some other girl or some other guy or whatever. It's about 
believing that you're beautiful in your own way because the standards of beauty they're all different for everybody like obviously you're not all married to the same person because you don't you know you believe like oh i i thought my husband was husband was handsome or i thought my wife was beautiful or i thought my boyfriend was a cutie when i saw him like you you want everybody to believe that yeah <laughs> like and i think beautiful and like doesn't just have to be like a physical thing i think like beauty has a very like it's a very broad not a broad de- is, it, is that how you say like a broad definition like yeah like it can they, mean personality the way that you are like i don't know like i sometimes look at personality over looks like when it comes to like a significant other or stuff like that. But you do have to have both. I feel like you have to be attracted to them in some way. But you, whatever you find attractive is not what I'm going to find attractive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like there's different kinds of definitions when it comes to beautiful and being attractive. Like maybe like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, I Like, yeah, if we saw the same plant, like I have a bunch of plants. Yeah. And maybe you and I buy the same plant and I buy it because I thought the leaves were cool that they were dotted. And you're like, oh, well, when I bought it, I actually bought it because like the planter is really cute and it's the same damn plant. Yeah. But, but you thought different than I. Yeah. And that's how being beautiful and finding people attractive is mm-hmm. different towards like their, 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 their definition. Yeah. Like you're like when I had gianna at first like i always relate back to being a mother but too bad so sad i'm gonna be a mother forever <laughs> so like at first i remember like some people making comments about like how her skin color was not like my skin color yeah and it would bother me like why does that matter like my skin color is also not like my husband's skin color so she obviously had to have a skin color and it was just more like her dad's like okay like, I didn't think, like, it was even, why? Like, why do you make a comment about that? Like, it doesn't matter. And then I started thinking, like, why does it bother me that people are saying that, you know, she has a, a more tan of a color than mine, and I love her skin color. Like, I wish I could tan the way she does, and yeah. it's the way that Olofo tans, too. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? I think I didn't like that people were making that comment because I feel like the some people who made that comment were probably just stating the facts. Like, oh, okay, like this is what she looks like. But I was just like, okay, so. But then there was other people who kind of are probably self-conscious of their skin color. And, and so it, it, it's always, whatever you say about people is it always says more about you, mm-hmm. you know, than anybody else. And so then I had to just like check myself, like, you know what, like, I guess I was just being that mama lion. Like, I just didn't want Gianna to keep hearing this and then grow up and be like, why do I have this skin color? Like, I want to be lighter. Or why is my hair kind of curly? Why is it not straight? Which, like, like, you pointing out things about kids is never a good thing. Like, don't tell a kid anything about, like, I remember when I was little growing up and, like, my tías would be like, ay, Marlene, estás bien alguna. And I would be like, ew, like, I don't know. I thought it was a, when I was like five, six, seven, I was like, I don't like my body. Like my aunts are always telling me that, like, why am I not skinny? And like, why don't I have a smaller freaking butt? Like, 
I feel weird. Like, I don't know. I felt weird that that was like something that they needed to point out. So then it made me think like it was something that was different than everyone else in a bad way. Now that I grew up, I'm like, great. But as a kid, (laughs) you know, like you start picking at yourself because other people point out things. And it's like, you should never do that to a kid. You should never do that to an adult. If somebody gained weight, keep it to your damn self. You don't need to say that they gained weight. You don't think they notice that about themselves? Yes, they do. Yeah. Si alguien tiene ojeras, you don't think they realize that about themselves? Yes, they do. If, you know, like if there's anybody critiquing their sel- themselves harder, it's themselves. So you don't need to go and point anything out. And the thing is, like, sometimes you are doing it because you're like, wow, I love your skin color. Or wow, I love this. Then just say it like that. Wow, I love the color of your skin. Because if you're just like, oh, you're kind of darker. Then you're like, wait, um, is that a bad thing? So, it, I don't know. I forgot where I was going with this. But point is <laughs> <laughs> that I used to get bothered because I, oh, yeah. Because it made me think that my daughter would grow up thinking I don't like my skin color. I don't like that my hair's not straight like yours. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, like there's beauty in every skin color and every hair type and every body type. Like you just have to believe in your own beauty and it'll just show. That's how I think about it. Yeah. And I think you just said like you were saying like perfect like perfect perfect things. I think whenever you were like, t- like saying cuando you were like younger, like, oh, and everything like that, like, and that's what makes us believe, like, oh shit, like, if people are pointing things out, like, that's, they notice me. And oh, and yeah, and then I'm gonna be self conscious. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a very great point. And that's how we, now that we're adults, like, we're very self conscious whenever we go to concerts, whenever we go out. It's like, oh shit, like, if I wear this, like, my fucking. My lonja's gonna yeah, show. Yeah, my lonja's gonna show, or my fucking nalga's gonna show, or my chichi's gonna show. <laughs> yeah, and like, if you want to show them, great. And then there's people that don't want to show them, and you're like, ew, self-conscious. Yeah, and I, that's a perfect point. But like, how do we have that like great relationship with our body and our image? Like, it's you. you it's a constant work. You have to put in the work. It's a constant work, and I think me doing whatever, telling myself that I'm beautiful, like in and like I love myself in yeah. the mirror. It's something. Keep doing it. It's awkward at first, but. I read in this article that it gets better and people like they start loving themselves. And I think also giving other people compliments, make them like mm-hmm. make their day, makes their day better. There was an article, I think it was in a TikTok or an Instagram. They took pictures of these random people initially of them smiling and they weren't really genuinely smiling, but whenever they said you're beautiful, their face changed and you can see the before and oh. after of them saying like before they were told they were beautiful to after telling them like the other person telling them they're beautiful their whole face was like changing and i feel like being so being positive and telling a positive thing to another like a random stranger can make their day and that's a part of vulnerability i think like being because when you go talk to a stranger you're being very vulnerable like i personally hate talking to strangers like if they come up to me like they put in the work themselves and i don't feel awkward because it's like i didn't even have to think about it it's like you talked to me and it just it just happened out of nowhere so i'm like you didn't give me time to think and i'm gonna talk back whatever yeah but sometimes i am like 
at the store or at the grocery store or pumping gas i don't know whatever and i see somebody's outfit and i'm like oh my god like that's a cool outfit or i see a girl and i'm like wow like her skin is so pretty like but i never say it and imagine if i would go out there being like oh my god your skin is so pretty or your hair i love your hair color or like that outfit you picked today that's a like that's a badass outfit like that would probably make that person's day. It would. And I think it's very different when, like, me personally, thinking, like, it's very different for a girl telling a girl that they look beautiful and everything. But whenever a yeah, guy... Yeah, telling a girl. Hmm, yeah, even though I'm gay, like, they don't know. Maybe, like, they think that I'm just very flamboyant, but I'm actually straight. Like, they're like, oh, you're checking me out? That's gross. No, I think it... If a gay person told me, I would believe it even more. I feel like gay people always have style. But yeah, but you, you don't like, style. sometimes there's some gay people that they don't like show that they're gay. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. If they look like straight up like a man, I'm going to be like, ew, don't up with both sides. Yeah. And then also like a guy telling a guy, it's like, what if I go up like, oh, that's a cute shirt, sir. <laughs> they're going to be like, what the fuck? And you don't know they're homophobe or not. But like we, people should start doing that. But that's a chance that you're going to take. There's rude people everywhere. Yeah. And, and that's what we're afraid of. We're afraid of... One, I'm like when I think of somebody's outfit looking badass, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, wonder where she got all that stuff. And then I'm like, oh, should I tell her? Like, I have contemplated. Like, should I tell her? No, but like, what if I'm awkward? I, I start thinking that I'm going to be awkward. I'm not going to like say it correctly. And then I'm like, and what if they're like in a hurry or like... I don't know. Like, what if they're not, they don't feel like talking today? Or what if they're just like me? Where, like, I'm like, hoping, hopefully nobody talks to me. And then I'm that person that talks to them. Like, I overthink it. But I guarantee you, I'm going to ask you, Edgar, if somebody took the time out of their day, you're having a crappy day, and somebody comes and tells you, like, that outfit you're wearing is badass. Or, you know what? I really like your hair. Are you going to be in a bad mood about that? No. I'm going to be very happy. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for noticing. And I remember one time I was in a line of Starbucks and I was having a very horrible day, horrible morning. It wasn't horrible, but for in my time, during that moment. You were just feeling bad. Yeah. During that moment, it was horrible for me. And the person in front of me paid for me. That made me so happy that I'm like, oh, damn, like someone was very nice and paid my drink. So I returned the favor and paid for the person behind me. Yeah, like, and it doesn't, when you compliment somebody, like you said, beauty comes in all different forms. It doesn't have to only be about their appearance. Like, one of my most favorite compliments is, like, I've had people, like, you, like, you, like, you want to make, you make me want to be a mom. Like, you make it look so fun. Or, and that's nothing about my appearance, has nothing to do with my appearance, and it makes my day because then I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing a good job. Like, it inspired somebody else. So, like, you can, like people appreciate nice things nice comments everybody does like even if you're if you're having a bad day if you are in a bad mood if you are hoping nobody talks to you if the one person who talked to you that day said something nice about you you would not be mad i agree so i agree with that oops um, I did not put my phone in silent. Yeah, please don't do that again. We're recording. <laughs> How rude of you. Oh, that is so rude of me. But anyways, just go out there and compliment 
every time you go somewhere, it's not that hard. I'm on, oh, that's a challenge that I'm going to challenge myself to do. And you. Oh, shit. Anytime you go somewhere, like today when you went to brunch, you could have said something nice to somebody there. I did to my friend. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so all, like every time you go out, just at once, at least once, tell something nice to someone, whether it's a person that gave you the Starbucks, whether it's your mom, whether it's your babysitter, whether it's your coworker, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your sister, I don't know. Like when you leave the house, and if you're the kind of person that leaves the house multiple times, like I'm not gonna make the challenge extra hard and tell you that every time you leave, <laughs> you have to do it. One of those times that you left, say something nice to somebody. Yeah, that is the challenge. That would, it would be cool if like I would record it on TikTok, but then it would be kind of awkward. I'm not going to do that. Uh, you're beautiful. <laughs> and then put the camera yeah. on the yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> you. Yeah. Like, um, we just watched the sound of freedom and you are recording me. Like I am freaked oh, that, out. That is the song. That is the, yeah. the sound sounds, of sounds of freedom or sound of freedom. One of the two. Something about freedom and sound. <sighs> but. I think since we're talking about, you know, how we see ourselves and loving ourselves and all this stuff, we have to hit the subject of surgeries. Yeah. And what money, well, not just surgeries, procedures, surgeries, I don't know, alterations that you can do to your skin, face, body, even doing your nails as an alteration. Like, what can you do with your money? that makes you look quote unquote better you can do so much shit with money like you can get a liposuction you can get a breast implant you can get a breast augmentation if a you don't reduction. want a reduction yeah you can get a bbl yeah you can get your booty done yeah, you can get fillers on your lips you can get so much shit you done can with get money. your nose done you can go dye your hair a different color you can go put nails on your fingers and your toes you can go and get a whole facial reconstruction like i've seen like a bunch of those on tiktok where like they turn like a 60 year old to look like a 40 year old like let's not go so far like freaking the kardashians like they've had every body type in the book how because they have money exactly exactly because they did procedures they went through surgeries like you cannot tell me that kim k's booty used to look like a like a big old diaper booty and all of a sudden it doesn't whenever she's two years old she's wearing having a big ass diaper booty yeah and it's then like, you no. can't tell me that like she used to be like she was more of like that like buchona vibes like thick booty thick thighs thick everything you know and then like right now we're in the trend of like you gotta have the smallest waist all over again like back in the early 2000s you gotta have the smallest waist and everybody has their boobs done but you still kind of have like you kind of have to have a booty so then all of a sudden, she also has that body. And then, like, don't let your wrinkles show. Go get some Botox. Um, you feel like your nose doesn't look like Gigi Hadid's. <laughs> Go get your nose done. I don't know. Like, all these procedures. And don't get me wrong. I'm not against them. I want a few of these things. Like, <laughs> I want Botox. I, I want freaking chin lipo. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say, like, don't do it. But you have to really think about it. Like, don't just go do it because that's the trend and that's what you see on social media. Like, really think about what you 
want what changes you want to see in yourself and you don't always have to go do a procedure you can always work out yeah <laughs> oh, oh shit oh i hit my <laughs> ring <laughs> i was like damn <laughs> making a point <laughs> and it, <laughs> no and it is true like and it and then this like this ties in with the whole social media like if people don't see like kim k's freaking big ass booty like People are not going to want a big ass booty like yeah, her. It's all in our faces because it's all over social media. Yeah. Yep. Like I get on social media and I feel like I'm the only person who hasn't had some kind of surgery at this point. I haven't had a surgery. I know, but according <laughs> to social media, everybody has like todos, todos ya se hicieron la lipo, todos ya se hicieron las pompis, like everybody has lip their fillers. lips fill like I want I want lip filler. That's one thing I do want. But like you feel like you're the only person who hasn't gotten some kind of work done. Like you get on social media and everybody has done something to themselves and you're just like, oh my God, like I need, I need to do that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And there, there just has to be a safe um, balance with when you start doing like that kind of stuff. But I think like once you start doing a procedure you start look you start you start nitpicking parts of your body and it's like okay i just got my boobs done i can get my ass down now oh i just got that done so i'm gonna start taking i'm gonna do lipo oh i just got lipo i'm gonna take out the freaking fatum under my eyes oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do a nose implant blah 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 and it, like it's just a domino effect once you start doing something and you start nitpicking at yourself then you start going into the rabbit hole of like having more surgery. I think it all depends. Like, like I've seen all these videos of like when people do surgeries, like, Oh, like Adam Ray, how he like went through this massive weight loss yeah. and then it left him with like a lot of loose skin. And so he, re he, you know, got that removed and like talks about how he still wants, I don't know what surgery he says he wants, but like he hasn't been able to do it. But anyways, like that's something that, was bothering him all his life. So like, I feel like that's good that he made a change because you only have one life and you're gonna, you know, if you felt like that's like this since you were 15 and 13, like you're gonna live until you're, who knows, whatever, 70, 80, 90, I don't know. And you're gonna feel like crap. Like that's not fair to you either. So like, but you have to be realistic. Like, because you say, like, like you say, I believe in that too. Like you can't just be like, well, now I got this done. I'm going to get that done, that done, that done, that done. But and then you never stop. Cause let me tell you, the trends are never going to stop. Like, yeah. I don't know how many surgeries the Kardashians have had, but at this point I feel like if it's not a surgery, maybe fillers or maybe the threading on their face, I don't know something, but like they don't look the same. So like you have to watch yourself too. When you do things, it's like, Oh, I've been wanting this, you know, because it makes me feel like this. Like, you have to be in tune with yourself. Like, yeah, because I feel self-conscious about this. Like, for example, like all the moms out there, you know that after you have a baby, the mom pooch is a thing and you can work out and work out and work out. And you can see this on TikTok and like you can get like harder abs or whatever. But then that little area that's stretched is always going to be like kind of loose. What's going to fix that is surgery. But I think you just said a, a good point is like when it came to Adam Ray, he worked on his body. And then he mm -hmm. saw that he had excess skin and he, so he had that, or he wants that surgery. If you work on your body so much and then you're like, you know what? I tried so hard. Now I can't. When, when you said to the mom pooch, then that's fine. But there's some people that don't go 
working out to their body they just go straight to surgery and then that domino effect happens like but i think that's also okay for some people like i'm not gonna go against that either no yeah if it's okay for them it's okay but like i just feel like once you do a procedure and it's if you see and you have the money you're like okay then that was easy then i'm gonna start doing you're gonna start nitpicking uh, little things in mm-hmm. your body that's why you ha- i don't know how to i mean i obviously have never had a surgery but like I know there's certain things that I would love to do to myself and I would if I had money like that, you know? But you have to be realistic. Um, well, I guess getting a million surgeries for the Kardashians is realistic because they have a million gazillion dollars. <laughs> so that's very realistic to them. But like, what I mean by realistic is like, you need to be real with yourself and realize that love comes from within. Yes. So... If you think that getting a lipo done is going to make you love yourself more, yeah, maybe it will for the first few months. And then later on, you're going to be like, hmm, this also does not look good. Yeah. Like, then you're going to start picking at that new thing. So you have to work on yourself from within before you start just believing that you're beautiful and that you're fine just the way you are. Because um, everything comes from what we think and our about ourselves and what the thoughts are in our head and whatever. And so like all these changes, uh, you know, I, I have just seen like people do surgeries and then feel great about themselves and I'm happy for those people. And that's why I think it just depends who you are. Like, and then they, you could just see the confidence in them. Like, like maybe they were never confident and all of a sudden they're like super confident and like you can see it in them. Like I'm happy for those people, but then there's the people who like got surgeries done and you still don't see that confidence in their face. Like you still feel like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like, cause I guarantee you that if like, I'll just talk for myself. Like uh, if I go do like, I would love to do the damn chin label. Like I would love to have the most snatched chin. I guarantee you that if I went to go do that, would I never nitpick at myself ever again? No, no. And I think also like when, like surgeons they once you go for a consultation for something like they're gonna start noticing other things and then that's whenever you're gonna be like oh shit like he i'm just here for liposuction but he's also telling me that i should get like a breast uh like a breast implant and stuff like that yeah and and i feel like a good surgeon would not be helping you nitpick at your body like they should be there to try to build confidence in their clients like yeah, but there's some surgeons. But of surgeons, course, it's money. Yeah. Yeah, they just want the money, so they're gonna start nitpicking at your body. Like, oh my god, your left titty, it's saggy <laughs> compared to your right one. <laughs> I know you came here to your nose, but yeah. I'm looking at something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what's one thing that has stuck with me? So when I was gonna get married, coming from somebody who freaking went to school to be an esthetician, but you know this was pre-esthetician in me. When I was gonna get married before my wedding got canceled and all that stuff. I had never gotten a facial, like professionally a mm. facial ever in my life. So then a few days before, I'm like, oh my God, I need a facial. Which, if you're listening and you're you're getting married or you don't have to be getting married, you're going to this special event, do not get a facial the week of for your first time ever because they're going to put all these products on your face and you have never had a facial and you don't know how your face is going to react you don't want to look red on the day of an event just a psa for all my my (laughs) girlies and my boilies but 
my bolis my boli. <laughs> um i remember going and i think it was like five or seven days before my wedding and then i remember like the esthetician being like oh my god like that's not enough days like i've never treated your skin i've never like i don't know how your skin reacts like you know like i, I don't want to just like i don't want to send you to your wedding day with like red marks on your face but she was like but just you know come over and we'll see what we can do like maybe we'll just do like something more relaxing more like calming okay so i went and i don't know what i was thinking but i was just thinking like i'm gonna show up and i want her to tell me everything that's wrong with my face and i want her to do something about it that's that's literally what i was thinking like i don't want to tell her what i think of myself i want her to tell me and nitpick at my face because she's an esthetician. She's going to know exactly what's wrong with my skin. Like, right when she sees it, she's going to know. Is and so she? I show up. And I tell her. Because she's like, okay, well, like, what kind of, you know, what are you looking for? She didn't say what kind of facial do you want. She just said, like, like what brought you here? Like, what's what skin concern is something that, like, most bothers you or whatever. And I'm like, well, what do you think? Like, you're, you're the professional. Like, what do you, can you just look at my skin and tell me what you think? And I will never forget. She was like, no, I don't do that. She's like, because what if I pointed out that you have like all of these like manchitas, like let's say freckles, and that's something you really love about yourself. You'll never love it about yourself again Ooh. because I pointed it out. And I was like, oh my God, like that's so true. Like never go and tell somebody like, hey, what don't you like about my face? Because what if those freckles that you have are the one thing you love about your face? Yeah. Or what if... Um, you have this like huge lunar that everybody's like ill, but that's the one lunar that your grandma and your mom and everybody has. And you're proud that you have that. Like, don't go giving somebody else the power to make you feel more like shit. Yeah. That is such a good point. Yeah. Damn. A wise woman. I'm going to go over there and be like, lady, tell me what you like about my face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't we ask that yeah. instead? Because we don't. Because we always want to nitpick on the bad and not the good. Because all of my friends are beautiful, and I could point out certain things that I love about each and one of my friends. Ooh, point something about me. Um, <laughs> your sense of humor is unmatched, or maybe it's just like matches mine. Your hair is always on point, even even when Edgar says, "I look ratchet." We're not <laughs> recording. He shows up with his freaking hair todo bien peinado and everything, and I'm over here looking truly ratchet. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe for Valentine's Day, I will send everybody a compliment. Oh, that'd be a... That would be cute. That'd be a cute Valentine's. Hmm. <sighs> well, we are going to go on a little tiny break. Yes. Because I need to drink water, and I'm, I can't drink water when I'm on this because I freaking gulp like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Enjoy this break, please. <laughs> Bye. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the what? Oh, sorry, for the girls podcast. <laughs> we listened to what we said so much that, it, like, this has happened to me too. Sometimes I'm like writing a note about something that I want to talk about in the podcast, and then I'll freaking say what we said, and I'm like, wait, wait, no, we're not what we said. We're not. We're what for we the said. girls podcast. Yeah. But we do love what we said podcast. <laughs> if you're listening to us, we love you guys. <laughs> yes, we like. You guys, well, I don't know about you, Edgar, but they actually are the ones that inspired me to start podcasting because I think they were like 
the only podcast I was listening to at all. Like I had, so I went from not listening to podcasts at all. And then one day I'm on TikTok and one of their like little snippets pops up and I'm like, wow, this kind of interesting because I always thought that podcasts were like informational. Like, oh, if you want to learn about exercising, if you want to learn about finances, like, and then I realized like, no, they're literally two girls having a conversation. And like, that's what I want to listen to. Like, I want to, I want to feel like I'm on the phone and I'm just listening to the girls talk. So then I was like, you know what? I can do that. And I think you were the one that were, were, that told me about the, what we said, uh, podcast. And then I started listening to them and then I started to listen to pretty basic. And then I started listening to the pretty not smart podcast. Oh, I still want to listen to that. I'm like, right now I listen to La Platica. I listen to what we said. I listen to, let's see. I think I'm just kind of listening to them. Oh, um, the Overcomfort podcast with Jenica Lopez. I think I just have like those three on rotation right now. I used to listen to four, but my other podcast hasn't uploaded a new um, episode, which was Jer Wu. Um, But I like how those podcasts, like they don't talk, they're not informational. They're just like friends just talking about things. I don't want to keep hearing information sometimes. I just want to feel like, a part of a friend group for a little bit, okay, <laughs> while I'm cooking or while I'm doing something, while I'm doing driving. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. But anywho, let's get back. Let's reel back into our little topic of the day. Yes. And so I kind of already talked about, like, how Kim K and, like, just the whole Kim Kardashian clan, like, is beautiful and has like the perfect body and always is on trend with their body. Like bodies are a trend now. Yeah. Who else who that's famous or I don't know, social media famous, whatever that like, who else do you think people compare themselves to? I think like all the Victoria's Secret models, like Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, all those models that we see that are relate, not related, but they're close together to, um, like they're kind of like the same group the same group to like kim kardashian or the kardashians or the jenners i'm also sofia vergara Vergara. oh my god that woman is beautiful she is jennifer lopez like you see all their bodies like yes they work out and everything but like we us humans like we start like that's the famous people that they 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 they, um start like idolizing (laughs) they start idolizing so they start working their bodies like that like when it comes to J-Lo, her booty, when it comes to like Kardashians, her booty, and stuff like that. And you know what I really hate is when they ask them, like, what work have you gotten done? And this is not all the famous people. Like, a lot of them will be like, I got this, this, and this done. Like, right now, like, I love, like, Cheeky's body and just her face. She's beautiful. Yes. But she's honest, and she talks about, like, even having surgery when she was very young. Like, how her mom, like, paid for it and stuff. And she talks about what she's gotten done now. And, like, great. Like, I admire that. Because then when people think that they can just, like, I don't know. Like, that they can just work on their body and then they're going to have a Kim Kardashian booty. Because, you know, she's never had her booty done. That's what she says. Mm. It doesn't happen like that. And I feel like when people lie like that it makes you even more feel more crappy about yourself because you're just like why doesn't my body naturally do that like i've been working out for this long or i eat like this and like 
yo siempre he estado bien flaca, like no, me, like no pompis, or yo siempre he estado like more thick in this area, and like no matter what I do, and it's just like, don't lie either, like everybody's watching you, and everybody's looking at you, and, and you're being admired by these people, like not just, not just, um, not just being compared to, but like, so don't lie like that you've never gotten your booty done, Kim Kardashian. All the Kardashians over there, are you listening? If you are, <laughs> just admit it. And if you want to be in our podcast, hit me up. Yeah, like, it's just like, it's normal. First of all, it's not, it shouldn't be embarrassing that you got surgery either. Because now now you're getting into a whole new thing, how like, you didn't like your original body, but then you're also embarrassed about saying that you got work done. Like, who cares? And I think something with this is, do you think having surgeries can make you love yourself better? Yes and no. And I agree with you. I think yes, because like you start seeing yourself like, okay, I perfected my imperfection. <laughs> I perfected my perfection. Like if you don't like something from your body, you're going to take it out or like do something about it. But then that whole comes with like, and then it comes with the whole start nitpicking about everything. It's like, okay, I didn't like my booty because I didn't have a booty. Now I have one and now I don't have any breasts and I want to want to get a knock, like get a breast implant mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think it can help you love yourself. Like I'm going back to the Adam Ray thing. Like there's certain things that no matter how much you work out, no matter how many like facials you get or no matter how many procedures, cause you know how there's like cryotherapy and then there's like, what is that other thing where they like freeze your fat? I don't know what it's called, but I know. Yeah. Like there's all these procedures, right? Like let's just say that whatever is bothering you cannot be fixed by any of these things. Like, yeah, like with the Adam Ray thing, like was any like was working out more gonna just like help his excessive skin that he had? No. Like surgery was the only answer. And then that brought him like confidence. And so like I feel like surgeries can help you love yourself. But of course there's that thin line of like are you gonna nitpick something else to no end? until you're back at another surgery and then nitpick something to no end and then back at another surgery? Or are you going to be like, you know what? I am never going to be perfect because that's something we have to admit about. Nobody's going to ever look perfect and be perfect, act perfect, nothing perfect. Nothing in life is perfect. Like that's one thing you have to admit about yourself. And like, so there's always just like that thin line of like, okay, if I get this done, am I going to feel more confident? And am I going to like, or am I going to continue nitpicking and another thing? Like, I'm not going to say, like, stop nitpicking yourself forever because that's impossible. Yeah, We're human. We are. But it's when you nitpick at one specific thing, always, 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 like, that it just becomes, like, the biggest problem in your head. So I do think for some people it's, like, very helpful. Like, let's say when I get to an older age, like, you know how, like, some people, like, have like the hooded eyes like yeah is that what it's called I think so. you know like let's say that like bothers me to the point where i'm like oh my god like i can't even like it kind of goes over my eye bothers <laughs> my vision um that's like there, there's nothing else in my face that really bothers me but like i think about this every single day or whatever then i think it's like okay go for it like you you see that i don't know i i think i'm not against i'm not against procedures and surgeries but also just check yourself. Make sure you're doing it because it's something you really want and not some, because you're comparing yourself to 
who knows what. To you, Sally, from down the street. Yeah. And the grass is greener where you water it. We talked about that. Um, yep, we sure did. And I think also it's you got to learn when enough is enough. Yep. But there are some people that they don't know what enough is enough. They think, oh, okay, one more surgery, one more procedure. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, here's an example that has nothing to do with surgeries. When I would get my lashes done, like lash extensions, I had lash extensions forever. Like, I remember starting when I was like, I think I was like 23 or, I don't know, 22. And I did it for like two, three years straight. And then I stopped because the girl that would do my lashes stopped lashing. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to look for another lash artist. So I stopped for a long time. And I felt ugly. Like, I felt like I only looked beautiful if I had the freaking lash extensions. And then I felt ugly for like ever. And then like two years later, I started getting my lashes done again. And it was like, oh no, the moment they were falling, I was like, ill. Like, me miro bien fea, me miro like, I need makeup. Like, because when you have lash extensions, like even without makeup, it kind of looks like you do. You got something done, you know, you, I don't know, your eyes just pop more obviously with those lash extensions versus nothing. So then for the longest, I was like, when, when I had to stop doing lash extensions because I have eczema and I have, I get really bad eczema around my eyes sometimes and having the lash extensions was making it really bad. So I had to stop. Like, that was not because I wanted to. And at first, I was like, ew. Like, no me quería tomar fotos con Gianna. This is when Gianna was, like, a newborn. Like, no quería tomarme fotos con ella. Like, I felt, like, so ugly. Like, I felt like before I would wake up in the morning and I was like, hmm, I'm beautiful, you know? <laughs> and then I stopped feeling like that. I was just like, like, ew. Like, ew, no me, no me gustan las fotos. Like, this is, no. Ew. And now I have entered like my natural eyelashes era where like I love wearing the mascara and I actually don't mind coming out of my house without makeup at all. Like now I don't feel weird. Why? Because it's become my new norm to not do lash extensions. I haven't had lash extensions in almost two years. So it's just like, or like a year and a half or something like that. Like it's just become normal now to where like, I'm not like, oh, that looks different. Like it's kind of like the experience of like, when you have a friend who always wears glasses, like literally always, and you have never once seen them without glasses, and then el día que no se los ponen, you're like, what the? That looks weird. So you, wow. Are you talking about me? No, I've seen you both ways. But there's just like (laughs) certain people that you've like literally not once seen them without glasses, y luego los minas sin lentes, and you're like, is that, is that him? Yeah. You know? And it's not that they look ugly, they just look different. So that's how I felt with the lashes, like, ew. Like, that's different. And it's just like, no, girl, it's just you. You're just not used to it anymore. But now I am. And now I don't feel like I need them. And now I don't feel ugly without them. And I feel, now I feel like I have natural beauty all over again. And before it was like, it's all natural. (laughs) 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 And I had lashes. (laughs) (laughs) No hate to lash girls because they look amazing. And if I did not have this eczema problem, I probably would still be getting them. But then you have no hate against those girls but there's some girls that sometimes you freaking have like a fucking forest in their fucking eyebrows well see that's where yeah that's where beauty standards come in like i agree i mean no me gusta like when they're huge like personally for me like when you can see them from a mile away i'm just like oh no 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 like that's just me 
But to those girls that like him like that, any girl who has any less lashes, they're like, what? Like, you paid for that? Yeah. Like, that's, you should have gotten more. You know what I mean? So that's just how it works for the every, with everything. That is true. <sighs> you have somewhere to be? No. He keeps looking at the clock. And I'm just thinking, when's my pizza going to arrive? Oh. I don't know if he's really bringing pizza. I'm going to call him because I really want some pizza. I don't think he's going to bring you pizza. I think he went somewhere else at this point. He was supposed to go to, so he, Rodolfo, was supposed to go to Home Depot and he has Gianna with him. And I was like, bring pizza. He's probably eating it by himself. And he's probably, he did probably go eat by himself already. Yeah. <laughs> he's only going to bring you one slice. But maybe he does because today is Tuesday and his favorite taco place does not open on Tuesdays. Oh. Sorry. Oh, have you tried? No, I need to take you. He sure Okay, so I can eat tacos again. Okay. Yeah. Not red meat. I just have to stick to chicken now, sadly. Like, al pastor was my favorite. But so every time I eat red meat, um, my stomach just does not like it anymore after my gallbladder got removed. So I am, um, de todos modos, I've never been like this huge meat person. So I'm like, not that sad. The chicken ones are still good. We got to go. I'm down. But do you think, getting back to the topic? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> do you think working out makes you love yourself? Yes, because speaking from experience, like I'm not going to say I'm a workout girly because I wish I was, but I'm not. But like I'll get into my little like eras, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm in my running era and then I'll start running for like two weeks and then I don't. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm in my I do workouts from videos era. Then I'll do that for like three weeks and then I'll stop. But anyways, my point here is when I do work out like after three or four days, I'm like, ooh, girl, you look good. Like these pants are fitting better. Like, and I don't know if it's all in my head or am I really <laughs> looking better on day four, but that's just to show you that when you work on yourself, it works. You feel better whether it's truly oh, that fast names. or not. Yeah. I think something like for me personally, like at first when I'm working out, like it's very, I don't see the results that I want to see like fast. And I'm like, fuck, like, does it like, am I really, <laughs> this is not worth it. But then once I start continuing like working out, then I'm like, damn, like look at that booty or damn, I fit better in my clothes. Yes. But me, like whenever I start working out, I want to see results like immediately. But well, it, yeah, it's not going to happen. I would love to, but also with working out, like it isn't even just about your appearance. Like when you start working out because you're putting that time in for yourself like you're putting yourself first during that hour or hour and a half or two i don't know however long you work out like it's like a mental thing too yeah like it, it makes you feel better it makes you feel like oh i'm doing something for myself like it just makes you feel happier too I wake up and i'm like damn i don't want to do shit like i don't want to do anything and then once you're done you're like damn yeah you I feel can go again good. but i don't want to <laughs> It's a thing. It has to become like a, a routine or else at first you're just like, oh man, like if you always work out five and it's like 4.30 and you're like, damn it, it's almost the time I, go, I have to yeah. work out. You have to keep doing it until your mind doesn't think I have to, until your mind says, I want to work out. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We will just keep recording. If you guys hear somebody crying. It's my soul. <laughs> that is my daughter but her dad is handling it he's doing daddy duties daddy duties and we are doing podcast duties yes <laughs> but i got the pizza 
secured. I already asked. He said he brought pizza. Anyways, yes, I do believe working out would help. And um, this is a message to myself that I need to work out and I need to stick to it. And working out doesn't mean that you have to like, then you get on social media. Here we go again. And you see these girls that are workout girlies and you're like, wow, look at the kind of body they have from working out. But look at the outfits they have. And like, but they're doing freaking Pilates. There's no Pilates in my town. Can't do that. Or like, but look at how much weight they can lift. Like I'm weak. Like you can also go down that rabbit hole and it's, you don't have to do that. Like that's something I kind of like told myself this year where I was like, you know what? You need to move your body every day. Does not have to be the most hardcore thing. So now it's like, I can go on a walk. I can, if I mow the lawn, I consider that activity for the day. That is. Um, if I wanted to do a video on YouTube, because sometimes I find like some cool YouTube videos that like do workouts to like a Bad Bunny song or something. Uh, if I say today, I'm just going to do some stretching. Like tomorrow I'm going to do some abs and you know what? For the next four days, I just felt like walking, like just put yourself into it becoming a routine first, like just get a routine down, start loving moving your body. And then maybe you can go into your hardcore phase of being that freaking gym bunny or whatever they call it. Gym bunnies, gym rat, gym rat. Oops. (laughs) Gym bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. So yeah, but you know, how much does a gym cost? Money. You can also just work out at home and make it a routine. Yeah, but but I'm just trying to like bring into that like money. Money plays a big role in like how you feel about yourself too, because sometimes you can be like, well, Sally's skin looks great because she gets to go to the dermatologist and she gets to um, have facials every month, and I don't have the money for that. And it's just like, no, 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 do not put yourself in that rabbit hole. There's also great products where you can be like, you know what, I'm going to spend X amount of money and I'm going to buy these great products and I'm going to be on top of my skincare at home all year long. And guess what? It's going to work. Like you just have to do what you can do with your own life. Like, like Edgar said, like you can't afford that gym membership. That's a hundred or 200. I don't know, whatever amount. Can you work out at home? Yes. Is it what Sally's doing at the gym, lifting 400 pounds? Maybe no. not. But like, does it matter what Sally's doing? That's, the, that's where we want to get you guys. It's only, it only matters what you're doing. Yeah. Don't worry about Sally or John or... Or Juanita. Or Juanita or Maria or... Jose. Josefina, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> don't care what they're doing care what you're doing and i think yes. money does play a factor in like and when it comes to like everything <laughs> oh gianna's not having it like money plays a role in everything like <laughs> edgar you can't keep getting distracted I know, imagine sorry. if you were dad this is oh, what it's like hell no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i will send the nanny nanny go over there yeah that costs money yeah see Todo cuesta, todo cuesta dinero. You have to pick and choose where you're going to put it in, like put the money. Like, yes, do the Kardashians have money to do it all? Yes, the Kardashians can do the surgeries. They can do the facials. They can do the dermatologists. They can do the freaking like, I don't know, all the kinds of doctors, all the kinds of massages, all lymphatic drainage. They can do 
cryotherapy. They can do personal trainers. They can do personal chefs. They can do everything. They can do anything. Anything and everything all at once. But you don't have to do that. Because, you know, we're not the Kardashians and we don't have that kind of money. So then you do what you can. Like, could I afford these cremas? Great, that's what I'm going to do. Could I afford this gym membership? Great, that's what I'm going to do. Could I afford this one-time surgery? Great, go do that. Don't think that you got to do it all. Yeah, do whatever you can and whatever fits in your budget. And remember, it all starts from you and from within and what you tell yourself and what's in your brain. But sometimes just looking what Sally and Juanita are doing, it's much better than thinking. <laughs> sometimes like, I just want to know what Juanita's doing. Yeah, like I want Juanita's freaking car. Like, what are you doing, Juanita? Yeah, Juanita, like, why do you have a BBL? Like, why can I have a BBL? Juanita, where did you get your BBL? Yeah, did you go to freaking, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's about just focus on bettering you. The grass is greener where you water it. Yes. And I feel like people out there need to be very respectful towards other people's image. Yes. Their image, what they're doing. And as I've become more and more older, um, more like entering my 30 era, I've realized that you just can't question what people look like and what people are doing. Like maybe it's not what you think is the best for them. But do you know what's the best from? Do you know how they think about themselves? Do you know what they feel when they're at home by themselves? No. No, punny. I was going to say something, but I totally forgot what I was going to say. Damn. And it's going to be a, like a beautiful quote. But Well, we're entering the end, and um, we do always end with the philosophy. I just think, for me... Uh, cause it's my birthday tomorrow. I just want, as a birthday present, I want everybody to be nice to everybody. Wow. That is a very big birthday present. Yeah. If you don't do it, then I don't like you joking. <laughs> Juanita, are you going to do that though? Yeah. Juanita, <laughs> please like Josefina. Well, Josefina, <laughs> but you know, it is, that is what it is. And for me, it's just work on you. Um, don't compare yourself. I know that's hard and that that's just like something that you can't just Wow. Okay, well I'm about to get off and go join parent duties. But <laughs> You know I'm a mom, so I can still talk through distractions. I can't. You just work on loving yourself and when you don't like something, don't just sit there and not like it. Work on it. True. That is all. Okie dokie. So we will see you guys next week. Um, we hope you have a great rest of your week. And I hope you have a great birthday bash. Thank you. That is all. Bye. Bye. Bye.